Is your child struggling with a specific subject or need help with homework? Are they asking questions that you're not sure you can fully answer? IXL Learning is an online learning program for kids. It covers math, language arts, science, and social studies. IXL is designed. This program will improve your kids' grades. Studies done in almost every state in the country. The kids who had IXL are consistently doing better. Powered by advanced algorithms, IXL gives the right help to each kid no matter the age or personality. And it doesn't have to eat up all your time. One subscription gets you everything for all the kids in your home, pre-K to 12th grade. So don't miss out. One in four students in the U.S. are learning with IXL. IXL is used in 95 of the top 100 school districts in the U.S. Make an impact on your child's learning. Get IXL now. And listeners can get an exclusive 20% off IXL membership when they sign up today at IXL.com audio. Visit IXL.com audio to get the most effective learning program out there at the best price. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Welcome to the PowerCat Podcast, GoPowerCat.com's Kansas State Athletics Show. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. Now, from the GPC studios, here's your host, Go Power Cat publisher, Tim Fitzgerald. It's the overtime, and this one's going to be interesting. Tim Fitzgerald, Zach Carlson, Ryan Gills Gilbert, right here in the GPC studios. Whatever. I have a hard and fast rule at gopowercat.com. If you want to have a beer, do it after we're done. If you want to do something else, do it after we're done. No enjoyable things in your life until you're done working for me. Why are you so mean to me? Well, I'm breaking that rule today. Not that my day's been enjoyable. I had to undergo a second radiation treatment that they have to put a giant confining headgear mask shoulder block and screw it to the table. I can't even lift my head. I can't move. I'm trapped. My breathing is kind of obstructed. I do have eye holes. They give me eye holes and lay there perfectly motionless while they give me radiation. I know, yeah, I have many phobias, two of which are unable to escape and being claustrophobic with something in my face. So it requires quite a bit of a pharmaceuticals. We'll put it that way. How did they prescribed the, pharmaceuticals? How did they do the eye holes? Me in the eye. Captain Insano shows no mercy. Actually, when they made the mask without the eye holes, did they yeah, have with, you wear with, it and then they're like... Yeah, when, they, when they made the mask, they, they flattened out the eye hole areas and actually put a circle around my eye. And then okay. When I went back, they cut it. But anyhow, this should be out of my system. I got home from Topeka at uh, 
1130. And I slept till four. And now the guys are here. We'll see how this goes. But I took massive amounts of stuff. I'm drunk right now. Uh, better than your day, Gills. You do all kinds of drugs, though. Is like, alcohol a drug? Like uh, chicken breast? Yeah. That's a drug. I think the D.A.R.E. program probably would say that alcohol is a drug. Probably. I dealt a lot of drugs today, if that's the case. Mm, a lot of chicken. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, that's good. Zach, what you got cooking for the weekend? Might hit some balls. Uh, I hope you're talking about golf. <laughs> um, uh, Gil's just going to do a little work, slinging some beers. Slinging some drinks. Cole's wow. off doing Cole things. Cole's the busiest man alive. He's I don't know if he's coaching baseball, teaching children about American history, or doing other Cole things, but he's not with us. Doing Valium. <laughs> it's the thing. All the cool kids are doing it. How's the pie here? Not good. I'll take all you got. Screw it. Throw it in a bowl with some bourbon and bring me a ladle. Mm-hmm. I don't know how people enjoy this. I mean, it's just the ultimate downer. It just... It's no fun. It's no fun. It's kind of like this podcast. No fun at all. Am I right? That's good advertising. This is the overtime. It's the podcast in which you ask us anything, and we will answer to the best of our ability if we choose to answer that question, because some of you ask things we simply... It was the first one. Simply can't answer. Oh, yeah. Shut up, Todd. Do you name the sponsors? Not yet. I'm working my way in here. Let's get on with it. This is an artwork here. Where was Gil slinging drinks at? Uh, probably at some children's party. But he yeah. usually does it at Taco Lucha right here in scenic Aggieville along with uh, scenic Aggieville. So long saloon. He doesn't work over there. Uh, he's not cool enough for saloon. He's just not cowboy enough for saloon. He's more of that beachy Mexican, I'm the cool, sexy bartender if you're really drunk. 47 years old. It's a new 30. That kind of vibe. Even yeah. if you're drunk, I'm not sexy. So long as you are. You got to be blacked oh, out to yeah. think I'm a good looking oh, man. Oh, man. If I can't see straight, yeah, you're sexy. <laughs> so long and Taco Lucha are, for now at least, the sponsors of this podcast. Make sure you check in there. I am so overdue. I am getting hate texts from employees. Where have you been? Where have you been? They want me at Lucha. Did T text you? Yes. I knew it. She misses me. Yeah. Uncle Fitzy's just not been around. So kind of creepy. But, uh, yeah, I do like it down there at Lucha and Saloon. You know what else I like? I like your questions from Wabash Station. And now we're going to read some of the absurd crap you ask us. I don't. I haven't even seen the questions. I hope I can answer. I'm half out of my mind on drugs, I think. I don't even know how big my mind is. Gills, go. Is that a peanut in his head? <laughs> first question from Pickles. Pickle. If you are starting a zoo, what animals do you get first and how many different animals do you need before you can open? Otters, and that's all I'm going to have. I'll just have thousands of otters, different play areas. The otters can move from different play areas. Like the otters will have this whole community in which they can move and interact. And, you know, maybe even I'll take over a river. And, uh, yeah, it'll be all otters at the whole zoo. Although the place in uh, by Waco has got a pretty good setup. Otters, giraffes, and something else. I can't remember what it was. Zebras? 
There's zebras, Maybe. camels. Maybe. I remember the giraffes and, and otters. You can go hang out with them. It's really expensive. It's like a bed, breakfast, and exotic animal place. It's awesome. Otters. I think you got to get, you have to have a big cat. You need something. You need a tiger. You need a lion. An otter. It's not a cat. That is a rodent, I think. Are otters rodents? I'm going to look that up. I think you just insulted my friend. <laughs> Uh, yeah, elephant, lion, tiger, needs some sort of bear. Uh, and then you probably need some reptiles. You need an alligator. You need one that can escape and get loose in Manhattan. Mm. Yeah. On brand. Two of them. Uh, that's about all I can think of. What are the, are they talking seals for Commercial break? No, they're now uh, screaming goats. Screaming goats. When did that change? Uh, when we had the screaming goats episode, I just changed huh. everything recently. Yes, we have the screaming huh. goats now, which also greatly entertain me. I will have screaming goats also, just because they're <laughs> annoying as hell. Uh, otters, by the way, are not rodents. They are. Ready? Otters are carnivorous mammals that belong to the family of Mustelay day, Mustelay. I don't. Know, I've never heard of it. Hmm. Anyhow, they're they're damn cute. That's what that is. That's uh, that's uh, Latin for really cute little suckers. Hmm. But I no. think you're cute. I do that's... encourage you. The Manhattan Zoo is very nice, but also if you want kind of a different type of zoo, go over to Salina for the Rolling Hills Ranch. Kind of cool. They got big exhibits. My sister works there with the primates. Hmm. My sister, who's in the PA school faculty and does a bunch of stuff, she also works with primates. And I can't help but think that maybe she misses me, doesn't see me enough, so she goes over there and feeds primates. My dad did a root canal on a snow leopard there once. Wow. They brought it over to Manhattan, the vet school. But I don't know why he was chosen to do this root canal, but there's a picture from my childhood where he's working on a snow leopard. Wow. Um, I wonder if they gave that snow leopard the same drugs I took today. Might have been more. Probably. Might have been more. Probably. Okay. Were, well, your, were your drugs delivered via a dart? No. No. Nah. That would be badass. Just have my nephew shoot me in the neck with a dart just randomly on the drive over. Just <laughs> hey, young. Yeah. Mm, I like it. From Chris six six two zero four three round snake draft draft zoo animals animals to eat for an exotic animal eat meal. Sorry, hold on. We're gonna eat That's a tongue the, twister. We're yeah. gonna eat the zoo animals. Yeah, you gotta be careful. I think I'm not. I'm not comfortable with this topic. Alligator is mine, right? Are there chickens in zoos? No. Yeah, I feel like there's there's very limited is foods there you can eat. <laughs> A bison, yeah. You gotta. Yeah, I'm taking. Yeah, I'm taking down a bison. Well, don't the youngest guys get to go first in the draft? You can. I'm first. I'll go bison. Alligator. Shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like I, I don't think like I don't think an elephant would taste good. No. I think that'd be terrible. No. I don't think that's legal to eat. That's my problem. Yeah. I'm going to say something that's a joke on a podcast, and the FBI is going to show up and raid my home. I hear We hear you're eating exotic animals. 
Uh, I'll, I'll eat a snake. I'll, I'll eat a big boa. Lots of food on that thing. I don't want to do this anymore now. <laughs> you picked the question. No, I mean, like, I, I can't think of any animals. Oh, I get a picture. You get, you get another one. Three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what else would I eat? Oh, uh, probably like a, a mountain gazelle type thing. I'd probably have to chase it down. And with my quickness, that won't be a problem. I feel like you got to take like a grasshopper or some like insect. You're going to go to the insect part? Yeah. I think I'm going to go to the insect. Uh, An insect to be named later was my pick. We're all just going to go to the aquarium and say, a shark. (laughs) Actually, that's a good idea. Just go over to the aquarium and make our picks. Shark fin soup. Yeah. I'll do a medium well chimpanzee. Aren't they the closest to us, or is that uh, yeah, baboons? So. I don't okay. know. Um, okay. Oh, is, is I'm, it, I'm Googling it. You got to do another one? Chimpanzee. There you go. Okay. And Bonobo, whatever that is. <clears throat> Those are the two closest Wasn't that to Cher's, humans. Cher's husband, Bonobo. <laughs> Uh, you got to do another pick, don't you? And he's got to sneak back to us. You got to take another one. Sneak back. You got to finish it up here. Harambe. What's that? It's a gorilla. It's a gorilla. Yeah, specific gorilla. Man, you moved up to the primate ranks pretty aggressively. (laughs) Rest in peace, Harambe. What you got? Shark. You need shark? I'll do shark. My final pick. My final pick of this snake draft. Will be I will eat a male lion so they know who's the damn boss. I'll stand over that carcass. I ate you. I ate you, king of the jungle. Yeah, you were delicious. Meow. All right. Moving on. Next question from our friend Kane Ed. What will be your go-to Pop-Tart flavor sample at the Pop-Tart Bowl. Okay. Let me let me point out that someone did a graphic of all the Pop-Tart flavors assigning them to Big 12 teams. I had no idea that this had become a demonic food. Did you know there's a beef Pop-Tart? Ugh. I don't think that's real. It, it looked like real packaging. All the packaging looked exactly the same. There's a thing called Photoshop, though, right? I I don't know what that is. I think Fitz might have gotten got. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. uh, Discover a variety of flavors. Okay. When you you Google Pop-Tart flavors, the first autocomplete is meme. So... (laughs) I really, I really want to. I want to know where uh, the beef came from because might be this list. It's plant based beef, probably. Anyway, mine is wild berry. That is my go to pop tart. Chocolate brown sugar, fudge. classic. Ooh, it's a frosted, classic. They got frosted blueberry. Oh man, blueberry's my other one. Yeah, blueberry's good. I feel like blueberry's having a moment here. Like when I was growing up, nobody was like, "I want some blueberry," and really? now, like, yeah. It was all what st- was strawberry. All the candies were cherry, lemon, lime, bad orange, fake grape. That was it. Now blueberries like having a. Do you get banana 
Ew. You didn't like the s'mores one were banana runs. No, oh, I don't know. No, I don't know if there's a banana pop tart. I was just talking about candy. Uh, uh, the what s'mores? S'mores, yeah, not a fan. I think anything with chocolate in it is a bad pop tart. Agree. You have to have fruit. So if it's the only way that it works. list that you had, did it have a chipotle and raspberry black bean dip pop tart? No, no. as K states. The, the newest one. So sure that's a real one, right? The newest ones are uh, frosted banana bread. Uh oh, an Apple Jacks frosted, so it's like the cereal. I'm not. I've never been a big Pop Tart fan. Really? Yeah, just they never did it for me. I mean, I mean, it's funny that you're supposed to heat them up. Like nobody does. That. Yeah, nobody heats them <laughs> up. I feel like they'd be much better heated up, but less accessible. Like you actually have to sit down and maybe. Use a fork. Yeah, instead of just taking them in the to-go bag. So we took out a, uh, we trimmed back a big, massive mess of a tree. Not massive, but it's a tank. It's more like a weed tree thing that grew into something nice and then it unniced. And I, I get down to the bottom of the roots and where I'm carving them out and stuff. And there's a damn pop tart bag. And I'm like, no one in this house eats pop tarts. Where did this come from? How old is this? Is this from the previous owners twenty years ago? This pop tart bag, and it looks brand new. Did you eat it? No, it wasn't. It was just an empty bag. So, no, I did not eat the empty bag. You could eat the bag. I could, technically. Screw Pop-Tarts. What was the question? What's your go-to flavor? I'll just do the blueberry. That'll be good. Actually, I want to try that now. I I think it's wild that we're talking in the tense that you need to try these. Like, K-State needs to go to the Pop-Tart Bowl so you can experience Pop-Tarts for the first time instead of just going to the grocery store. It'll make great video. Well, Tim tries all the Pop-Tart flavors in the city. Fitz loves Nola. Fitz loves Pop-Tarts. <laughs> we could do a blind taste test on some and then some just, to, you know, see what my favorites would be, which one I, I would actually like. Get a beef one shipped in just for you since that's a real Pop-Tart. That was a great that was amazing. I thought they had me convinced. You were trying to move us on? Yeah. We yeah. Pop <laughs> Tarts Big 12. Okay, let's All move right. on. <clears throat> From pickles, buckle up. This is a long one. Pickles. Have you ever invented your own drinking game? My roommates what? and I once invented ketchup quarters. To launch a quarter, you had to push ketchup to one side of a packet place a quarter on the flat side and slap the full side to launch a quarter. This also had a flip cup element as it was strictly a speed and volume game. No turns. Just grab the closest quarter and go again until one was in the cup. If you broke the packet, you had to clean it up and drink all remaining beer at the table. It's actually a pretty good game. That's a pretty good board on a Friday afternoon. Let's get drunk and make a game game. I approve of this. Sounds messy. I don't know if we invented it because I don't, but I don't remember anyone telling us about the the three point game that I've talked about on this podcast. But it is damn fun at NCAA tournament time. It, do we technically drink? Yeah, I thought there's it was no just a drinking. Goes yeah, in. there's yeah. no drinking. That we are drinking while the game is going on, but it's not a <laughs> drinking game. Yeah. It's a drinking game. It, I al- don't remember al- drinking. Alcohol is required. Huh. I thought that all their bills were just required. But what or if you're Zach, sugar packets. Look, look, I, I just want you to understand no this. I want you to understand this. If you're at my table playing this game with me during the NCAA tournament and you aren't drinking, 
I will have you forcibly. But that's removed. not a that's not a <laughs> drinking game, though. <laughs> I think I think we do. I think no. at one point we did all drink when someone made a three pointer. Actually, I not think we have since lost. We've played I think it. we have lost that along the way. We just got. We got hooked on the gambling portion of it and forgot the drinking portion. Except for of it. me, I don't gamble. I didn't partake in these in these uh, games for everyone listening. I just watched. Everyone throws in the dollar in the hat. You shuffle the the dollars up and pull them back out, and whoever's got the lowest serial number gets the hat first. So here we go. Someone takes a three pointer, they miss. The hat had been in front of Zach. Zach throws in another dollar, passes the hat. Next three pointer, miss. Dollar in, miss. Dollar in. Hat gets around to Gilbert. He's the fourth of the line. <laughs> now we got, I don't know how many guys we've got playing this game, but let's say $9 in the hat, and the guy hits a three-pointer. And boom. Gills pulls all the money. Everyone throws in another dollar. Gills passes the hat, and we start all over. And it is absolutely a blast, and it makes you pay attention to what's going on in a game that maybe you will drift off while drinking. But I do believe we also used to drink at every three-pointer. Back when you were cool. Ah, oh, so cool. And now you don't even come to Aggieville. I don't know. I'm just scared. Scared. It's a, it's a rough place. I'm, I'm, I, I mean, I'm a tyrant. I, I get mad when people don't serve me drinks when I'm trying to get drinks. Can't be me. Yeah, you know, like go two hours out of the bartender every acknowledging you. I guess that's normal now. I don't know. I never really did drinking games. I, see, I'm not into typically drinking games, not like flippy cup or quarters or anything, because you know why? They distract me from my actual drinking. I'm, I don't need a game. I don't need golf to drink. Mm-hmm. I don't need any pickleball to drink. Like I've played beer pong, but like once you find wow. out that, be- oh, hang on. You hang were on. really cool no, back in the no, day. No, 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 no. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. <laughs> played beer pong but once you find out that beer pong is not about drinking the cups that the bottle that the ping pong ball goes into you're like well this really isn't a drinking game anymore it's kind of disappointing it's it's one of those big college letdowns where you think that oh this is gonna be so cool yeah you know i'm gonna sink all those cups and make them drink all those beers and then you just realize it's water and you set it to the side and yeah if it was actually beer that'd be and you were drinking that you'd be really disgusted so are you guys yeah. familiar with beer dye no i've heard the term i didn't I don't invent know it what but they we would are. play that yeah. it's a form of beer pong but you have a dye and you Chuck it up in the air. Try to make it in the cups or at least hit the table. Mm. My young listeners would know. Mm. I get I just I just Googled this. It's actually a real game, but me and my friends would always play American poker. It's where you all go around and everyone gets a card and you put the card above your forehead. You can't look at it, so you can see everybody else, and then you make bets. You you bet drinks basically. Based on what if you think that, you know, everyone else has crappy cards. Then you're gonna, you know, keep betting more drinks, and hopefully everybody folds. How do you know this? Well, I don't play poker in general, so I don't know what you're talking about. Fire! Let's move on. The humans will be back with more of the Overtime Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. 
Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Welcome back to the Overtime. Speak humans. From Dan, the Wildcat fan. I cannot find this Pop-Tart list of all the Big 12 teams. I've... I'm upset. Why didn't you just bookmark it when you saw it? I didn't know it was going to be on the podcast. Why didn't you download it? You didn't say, hey, guys, this is kind of funny. This would be a good DD idea. Why didn't you send it to our group chat that will not be named? (sighs) Silly. Guess we're not important enough. Silly. Dan, the Wildcat fan, wants to know, what is everyone's bottom five K-State sports moments? Pasco fiasco, Bishop fumble in the Big 12 championship game, Curry sitting, Jamar Samuels, etc. First of all... Gills doesn't fiasco. know what the Pasco fiasco I'm too old. is. I'm too young. There was, what, five seconds or less? There was very limited time left in like the K-State. Three seconds. Yeah. And it's on the defense, K-State's defensive end. So basically, Pasco, all you need to do is inbound the yeah. ball. K-State's up with the ball. You need to inbound the ball and run out the clock. They inbound the ball to Purvis, who's the 6'10 center. And what's he do? He takes the ball and runs with it. Puts a number one up in the... Never dribbles or anything. Gets called for traveling. That's okay. He was celebrating. It's okay. Colorado still got to inbound the ball at half court with like a second left. And make a three. And make a three. And they did. Off the glass. Hmm. It was bad. It was horrible. Bishop's number one. Not even close. The fumble in the uh, 1998 Big 12 Championship will forever be the K-State moment. Bill Walker's towel. Oh, Bill Walker's towel. That's a top five moment. <laughs> it's a great moment. That's a beauty. You're into some weird stuff, Gills. Uh, read, read the other suggestions again. Uh, just Jamar Curry. Samuels. Yeah. Well, I mean, that like K-State wasn't going to make a run in that tournament. So this is supposed to be bad moments? Yeah. Yeah. John Curry sitting, finding a receipt yeah. from Jamar Samuels is a bad moment. It's no fun. Quite silly. Mm. I'm having a hard time differentiating these quirky moments from just, you know, terrible losses. You know what I mean? Right. Like I can name the loss at Baylor in 2012, LaSalle in basketball in 13. I think I've got one. FAU. Nobody, nobody else has. I'm pretty sure I got one that nobody else has. And then say it. It's Patterson. <laughs> <laughs> We need another. When we get the next football recruit to commit, that's last name Patterson. I'm doing it. <laughs> need it so bad. <laughs> doing it. This, that's the only headline for at least like for the tweet. We can change it back later, but so it shows up in the tweet. It's just going to be it's Patterson, and the tweet's just going to say it's Patterson. Full circle. And then he decommits, and then we can laugh. <laughs> it's an inside job. So fitting. Uh, let's see. What else? Uh, bad moments. I would say Bruce Weber's press conference to announce that he was oh. resigning. Oh, I would put his yeah. first press conference up when he, you know, honored the tradition of Kansas State basketball, including Mr. Ernie Barnett, <laughs> right from the start. Hmm. Bad, bad moments. Yeah, that press conference is like a car crash in slow motion that nobody could stop. Let's not forget they let Ron Prince have a 
post-firing press conference via the phone. Yeah, they did it over the radio, right? Yeah. I remember listening to that. Freaking weird. I'm, I can't do any more of this. Yeah, I don't know what else there is. I'm trying to think of another loss that <clears throat> kind of ranks up there. Dean Wade, in general, not being healthy. I wouldn't put it in my top five. For both both seasons. But it does suck. It wouldn't be in my top five. Was there like a... Oh, a a different fiasco. The hot dog fiasco. That women's basketball game in the mid-2000s where they offered like tickets and a hot dog for like a dollar or something and like... The only, like, the concession, they didn't have enough hot dogs, and everyone was standing in line for these hot dogs and not watching the game because they wanted these hot dogs. They weren't ready for the hot dogs. No, I think, like, they sold out the stadium and they didn't have enough hot dogs for this game. It was literally like dropping chickens from the helicopter. Chickens? (laughs) Lord was my witness. I swore chickens could fly. Basically, I, I could be wrong here. This was maybe 15 years ago. Was there a basketball game where K State was down by three, and they went for like a layup, and that was it? Like they settled for a two. Yeah, oh, I'm I, sure that I happened. I remember that happening. But you I can't do think of what it was? Yeah, I don't know the ins and outs, but yeah, that's just embarrassing. I blocked out so much bad crap. Who knows? Next question from Momo Cat. Momo, Momo, Momo. What's the best non K State game you've ever attended? KU Northern Illinois or Northern Iowa. Jeez. Northern Iowa. Eh, KU. You were there for K-State, though. Right? It's also true. <laughs> it's also true. The best non-K-State game watched with a bunch of K-Staters. Yes. But I'd probably say game one 2015 World Series. Got over it like what? Midnight. So long. So the, 14 I, innings. I don't have many of these. I mean, I, I don't go to many other games. It's like kind of like asking the plumber, what's the best plumbing you've done when you're not on the clock? Uh, none. <laughs> um, but the playoff game in which Billy Butler stole second, I think it's Billy Butler. He turned into the jet all of a sudden. Mm-hmm. That was pretty memorable. And that was fun because you, you – if you know me, I don't like crowds, and I bought a single, and I was in the second tier at the very end of the left field side, so I had no one behind me. My seat kind of was an angled seat at the very end. I could stand up. There was a bar behind me. Nothing. I could do whatever I wanted. I had plenty of room to move around. Didn't know a soul, but I was having a blast at that game because it was entertaining. That's probably it. Although I do, I have said, if I ever get out of this specific field, I wouldn't mind doing a book about the 15 Saturdays at college football season and go to all the best games. Not necessarily the game day locations, yeah, but really say, are just, the you best games. Be, you want to be college game day. <laughs> yeah, just what really are the best games. In the, but I, in turn, I want to see all the venues, too, the ones that I don't get to see. Fitz just wants to go write a book about the SEC. That's it. That's all he wants to do. Show me the money. Show, show, show me the money. I bet you the numbers would be a lot. That's, that's, how, that's how the book sells. Like, if you want to make money, that's how you have to do it. Yep. It's all, all SEC. About the, all about the. And then Ohio State, Michigan. Notre Dame. 
but also that's like that's a big football weekend anyway. Is that the same weekend as the Iron Bowl? Might have to. Maybe that's where I do it. Maybe I I do um, the SEC book and then the Big Ten book, and then another year I go around and do the Big Twelve book, and then I do the the rest book that nobody will buy. Maybe they'll maybe doing it last will mean all the people that enjoyed the first ones will buy that one too. But it won't. You got an answer to this? Uh, was the Astros in fifteen the the DS or the CS? Can't remember. That was the the Hill DS, I think. Who was after that then? The Blue Jays. Blue Jays. The right, yep. So I went to Game Five of okay. the DS against the Astros. It's very fun. That's my answer. Mm. All the Steelers games I've been to have kind of been blech. So hopefully that changes next time I go. Yeah, just regular season Steelers game being the best. Not in case state game you go to. It'd be, be really cool. Just a regular season Steelers game. What's your favorite race you've been to? Uh, probably the one where I didn't wake up in the hospital. <laughs> Valid Valid This year's Miami Grand Prix was pretty good But It's it's hard to say that A race being The best sporting event you went to I I just don't see it like It's not like a game I guess It's kind of An event in itself Of just being there It doesn't necessarily matter what happens You're there to have fun I don't know. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like I'm that way with golf tournaments too. Like I went to the first round of the 2007 PGA championship. I saw tiger there, but like, I didn't see tiger win the tournament, but I went to the tournament that he won. So I, I don't know. That's kind of like that for me. So you weren't at the hole that he won it. At? Right. Like I was <laughs> like, I went on, two, I went on the first day. Like it's not oh, okay. like, it's not like anything gotcha. was decided that day, but it's like I did see him in a tournament he won, but that's about it. From Calm Manhattan Waters, when attending a game, you are not working. Are you a beat the traffic type of person who leaves early or stays until the end, no matter the score or conditions? I'm beat the traffic if it's a blowout. Yes. Particularly if I'm not really invested in the team or game or, um, you know, I always have to calculate in what do I got tomorrow. So. I've been a beat the traffic type of person, but I do prefer to stay. In fact, I prefer to stay and maybe hang in the lot a little bit for traffic to clear. Yep. Me too. I stayed for the whole Marlins game I went to a month ago, and the traffic was not an issue. Tell you that. (laughs) Weird stadium. Did you stay till the end of the Nets game? Yes, we did. We did stay. Mostly because I don't actually know. I'm Probably. glad you got into there and you got a real ticket and you didn't get a, a, Did phony I get ticket. a fake one. <laughs> still which, one of the, do, which do not exist anymore. That's one literally. of my favorite stories from our NCAA trip. TJ from K Witch. We're walking around MSG outside. One of the this is the night we showed up, like that Monday night, and the Nets, the Knicks were playing at MSG, and there are these dudes who are like, "Yo, we can go catch the second quarter and the rest of the game." 
50 bucks or something. First level. I think it was 30. No, I think they told us 50 at first. Okay. And then yeah, yeah, yeah. we're about to walk yeah. back to the, the hotel. And, <laughs> and TJ's like, I'm going to go back and see if I can <laughs> can negotiate it down. So we paid 30 bucks for a piece of paper. And the guy at the, the security just laughed at him. He's like, that's not real. And like, he was like, wow. I was like, you know that. it's not on your phone. It's it's a paper ticket. We don't got those. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, then TJ comes outside and the guys are long gone with his $30. <laughs> awesome. We did a question here about the the scams and schemes we saw in New York. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. ridiculous. The best one was the in Times Square, yep. the backflip, where they're hyping everything up. They get all these guys. They line them up from smallest to biggest. And, like, it's literally, like, they're getting shaken down for their all of the cash in everyone's pocket. <laughs> it's, like, it's hilarious just to watch. Everybody, you know, they're doing the claps, get everybody hyped up. It takes them 15, 20 minutes to get through this whole thing. And... Then one dude runs, jumps over like three out of like the 10 guys because they send the other seven guys, you know, back to the crowd after they take their money. And then they're like, oh, thank you for the show. And then they take off and they're gone. <laughs> I like it. From last question. It's, that, from, it's from last question. That's yep. a perfect person to ask the last question. Sorry, Jay Bolin PSU. You don't have a name oh, anymore. Man. If Go Power Cat were to sell merch, what would be the top three selling items? What would be your guys' favorite items? And it doesn't have to be uh, huge profit items. I don't really understand this, to be quite honest. Well, so if we made it. merch, what would sell the most? And it's going to be so this is a, serious a pair question. of underwear with Fitz's face all over them. On mm. the front or the back? Oh, all over. Okay. All over. I don't know if it's just one big yeah. giant face in the front. Why? Oh, it could. Why do, you, why, do you, why do you think? Why? Why? So number two would be boxers with Fitz's oh, face. Man. Yeah. Number three would be tidy whities. Oh, Fitz's face. Of course. Are they tidy whities if they have Fitz's face on them? Tidy faces. I, I gotta. I gotta. I gotta ask a question. I, I. I need to know something. Is my mouth open or closed in this photo? We could do like a collage of different faces that you're making. Like you could be laughing in one, you could be mad, angry, kind of like your uh, Taco Lucha mask face. Oh, that'd actually be a good yeah, one. Yeah, that'd be good. Do masked fits, which just looks real angry. Angry eyes fits. I'm angry. I'm inside these pants right now. <laughs> I think every face should be the same, but then there's one where his mouth is open. It's like, where's Waddle? You have to find the one. Oh, that'd be creative. <laughs> that'd be so good, Fitz. And if you find one where his mouth is shut on every face, you get a free membership for a year. Ooh, like, a tootsie, like a tootsie Roll rapper. <laughs> Lord, <laughs> please help me find some new employees. Who's going to get fired first, Mirzak? <laughs> find some employees with some discretion and not so much hate in their hearts. We love you. They say they love me, but... It's true, they don't. Who puts somebody's face on a pair of underwear that they hate? Be, let's be real. <laughs> they think my face belongs on the undies. <laughs> I do not believe this, Lord. I don't believe that's my role in your world, just to entertain men's underwear wearing. 
but I'll do it if that's my purpose. I personally was thinking we'd sell hats and shirts. But no, my face on underwear. Please help me find new employees. They'd be some fancy britches, that's for sure. Fancy britches. <laughs> the greatest scheme never born. <laughs> I'm Tim, and welcome to Fancy Britches. All of the best male underwear. Is that it? That's it. I am curious if anyone would want any kind of merch. The problem with doing small-level merch is you have to do it through the... Uh, the companies that do the one-off printing and all that, and the quality is not nearly as good. I'm not going to have any kind of. But also, we like we need to make merch that looks like, like merch and not like a uniform, like to where you could misrepresent yourself as us. What is wrong with you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, like my polo that I wore last night, and people came up and talked. Oh, Powercat! Hey, I know you. Blah, blah, blah. Yeah. Like that, uh, like you see what I mean? Like we can't make that and sell that to the public. I got it. You, you got to make it look like that's merch. Okay, it's got to look stylish, cool. We're right back to my face. It's his face on underwear. <laughs> oh hell no! Thank you for listening to the Power Cat Podcast. Make sure you're subscribing to our show at Apple, Spotify, Amazon, or wherever you get your podcasts. PowerCat Podcast. All rights reserved. GoPowerCat.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? and conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Paramount Plus and the National Park Foundation present A Mountain of Zen. Are you still listening? Good. Take a deep breath. You needed a break. This Earth Week, you can live stream seven national parks for seven days on Paramount+. Plus. So, yes, you can literally stream a stream. Paramount+, Plus, official streaming partner of the National Park Foundation.